time to get up, get out of bed. Fill your cup and get ahead with WKGN. One, three, four, oh. Now from the studios of Fox Sports Knoxville, this is Three and Out with Nate Hodges and Houston Kress. Fan Run Radio. To the end zone and caught for the touchdown, McCoy. Milton to Brew McCoy. Milton gonna take a shot wide open and just drop in his Keaton. Joe Milton does it again. Best formation football there is. And that feeling for Josh Heupel. The Tennessee Volunteers are the champions of the Capital One Orange Bowl. And Joe Milton has got to feel great. Good finds Bill Self, shake hands. Tennessee, they're your champs. The bad boy mowers battle for Atlantis goes to the Volunteers. And they were the bad boys from the jump in this one. That's an interesting question. This is a smooth shot. Wake up, squirrels. You got a visitor. Into the trees. You called down the thunder. Well, now you got it. You tell them I'm coming. And hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me. Claw Hard Seltzer Studios of Fan Run Radio. It is three and out. It is ah, Tuesday. I still am just not back. That was better. Okay. All right. <laughs> Lots to be optimistic about. We're just out here handling people pretty easily, and they're going on and handling other people. Just resume, just getting better. What is that? That was a cyclone. Oh. Getting exploded. <laughs> Three ranked games last night. Uh, the Texas Longhorns, a.k.a. Rick Barnes kid, uh, 76, Baylor 71. Good for them. Good bounce back game. Good Good resume boost for uh, for them, for uh, Tennessee. They didn't even drop in the top 25. Really? Stayed at 10. Well, you know. Well, when you lose to the number two team in the country, they're just, you know, they're saying you played a good game, even though they didn't 
Number two team in all the land. Your Tennessee Volunteers. What does it matter with you? Like four minutes, four seconds into the show. Joey Lenardi just. Oh. No, no, no bracketology. The link doesn't work. Oh. I thought we canceled Joe. I thought, we, I thought we were out on him after last year. Well, he had us at a at a one seed, so yeah. You just I always like to, I like to give people a second chance. Ah, oh, yeah, big yep. second chance giver. You yep for some <laughs> for some. We as a fan base, you know, we really do the best job of just picking and choosing when to listen to certain people, well, only when it's convenient. It's to like us. recruiting rankings, you know. Whoever has them higher. Hey Hickman, everyone does that. <laughs> like Lenardi will never be held in high regards in my mind ever again hmm. ever again no why i will never acknowledge his bracketology because of last year yeah because he he's an idiot <sighs> it was pretty bad the way he caped for the ncaa well, I think Tennessee's a three seed because the NCAA told me they were, and uh-huh. I'm just I'm not going to move them up to the two line. I know they took two out of three from Kentucky, but Kentucky has a better overall resume. Uh, we beat them yesterday. Well, I know, but I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I forgot it was that bad. I mean, I knew it was bad. It was just, bad. We Stupid. beat them yesterday. <laughs> yeah, but the body of work. What about a neutral? Oh, crap, that was on a neutral floor, mm. you know. Mm. Sorry, like, how dumb sorry they is. shot 80% when we went to Rupp. We still scored like 89 I mean, 89 I points. guess I get it if it's like a mid, if it's like, well, nice? any, I guess I get it if it's like, uh, the you know, the one seed in the conference tournament loses to like the eight seed, or the, let's call it the 11 on like the last day, Cinderella story, whatever. You can say, well, they're not really as good as the other team. But when it's two out of three, when they're similar in resume stature and the head-to-head the day before, like, come on. Yeah, but, but the, the committee already told me that they're going to be a three. Sorry, they lost Can, to St. Peter's. Yeah, then they lost to St. Peter's. Yeah, great job. Of course, maybe we didn't want to play St. Peter's. Great job, Joe. Yeah, way to break the website, too, Joe. Jeez, please. Can't even check your bracketology, Joe. Well, Purdue has all the first place votes now. They're they're 21 and 1. Couldn't even get one. It's fine. Eh. Would have been nice to get one. You know, just like a. They're pretty good. It's fine though. It's whatever. Oh, they've got the record edge. They've got the you know high profile big man. You know, it's just they check the boxes. Big Ten, of course. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. We got the two though. You're worried that like you know Houston had still won. They might stay ahead of us, but they didn't. No, they didn't. They'd make a great case for it. That's always tough though in this different you know lower tier conference. Apples and oranges. I mean, many people would automatically assume that they've played nobody this year, but if you look at strength of schedule right now, mm-hmm. they've Pretty actually good. played a tougher strength of schedule than we have. Oh, okay. Mm. Now, th- that is about to change here in the next two, three weeks, obviously. But Yeah. Well, it's Purdue 1, Tennessee 2, Houston 3, Alabama dropped to 4. Arizona's up to five, up a spot. Virginia up to six. Kansas State fell down two spots to seven. Kansas moved up a spot. Kansas State fell? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. They lost late last week, didn't they? Our midweek game, then they beat yeah, Florida. So. Yeah. Uh, Kansas moved up a spot for beating Kentucky. UCLA went down a spot. Texas stayed the same. Baylor went up six spots after uh, beating Arkansas. And whoever else they will beat. 
game before that. I don't know. And then they lost last night. Yeah. They moved up six spots for beating Arkansas. I, yeah, did they have a – maybe they had a big Big 12 win, the one before that? I maybe. Know. I don't know. I mean, I'll check it. It's not like Arkansas is that good. Gonzaga up two. Might have been more about the other teams losing. Yeah. Iowa State down one, Marquette up two, TCU, Xavier, uh, Providence, St. Mary's, Florida Atlantic, Clemson, Indiana, San Diego State, Miami, UConn, and Auburn rounds out your top 25. Oh, duh. Baylor beat Kansas Monday. Okay. So that's why. Yeah, Kansas lost three straight. And they beat Kentucky. Ooh. Uh, we Char- couldn't beat Kentucky at home. Charleston they did it on the road. Lost. They fell out of the top 25. Big the refs point. kept us out of that game. Kentucky shot thousands of free throws. Mm. Auburn's about out. And we weren't quite healthy yet. In both polls now. Well, tied for 24th, I guess, in the other. Mm. Tennessee also number two in the coaches' poll. Bless you, Adam. Thank you, Chris. You're very welcome. So, uh, I mean, it's right there for us. The one seed is on the horizon. It's got to get there. You're number one in the Kempom ratings. Number two in the polls. You're number nothing in Joe Lenardi's bracket because it's not loading on the website. Sad. Of all the days, man. Yeah. Last day of January, we can't even get proper bracketology. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm in kind of. I'm in a rough mood today. In a funk. I was accused yesterday, Nathan, of being the king of the Negavols. You on this very station, Houston, by a host, by a host of a show. I am the king of the Negavols. I mean, you did say we were going to lose to Texas. I literally had the largest margin of victory selected in that game. He was scared. When did he say we were losing the Texas? I never said, said that. <clears throat> the bottom half of the Big 12 whooping up on the SEC like this has got me nervous or something I was like a little that. nervous about how bad Oklahoma was smashing around Bama. I wasn't nervous. You picked us to win by one point. No, I didn't. It was like eight. <laughs> well, I had us winning by 10 and getting the full net points. We won by 11. I just it's it's just amazing. People just hear what they want to hear. King of the Negavols, though. That's, I mean, that's yeah. I mean, being a little nervous about a game—that's one thing. Like that—that that's it, it's game. King of the Negavols. Oh, I mean, that's a strong accusation. What are you gonna do about it? Probably nothing. Okay. <laughs> I'm just glad someone else hears it. I, th- I thought it was just me. <laughs> You're going to let him do this? You're going to let him get away with this? Mr. He can't win anything in March all the time. I'm I'm the one over here like, enjoy the regular season. We're having I feel a great like this year. this is a typo. This, this is like, they're like, hey, Chris. Uh, it wasn't like, a typo. It was spoken word. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't, it's like. You know how you think of one thing, but you say something else? He even else? set it up with, like, I love him. I love Houston. But sometimes he's the king of the Negavols. No, I'm not. I'm not the king of the Negavols at all. I'm the opposite. I've been defending this team since day one. Defending Kai Ziegler since day one. Who said it? John Reed? Yep. King of the Negavols. It- all because Bama was getting thrashed. And I'm like, whoa, maybe, every- maybe so everyone's right. Tweet? Yeah. 
Maybe, oh, maybe the Big Big 12 is so good. Maybe we huh. don't even have a chance. I mean, I didn't really think that. We yeah. broke down the game. Yeah. I thought we'd win. Right. By 10. We won yeah. by 11. You picked us. Yeah. Pretty close to the score. King of the Negaballs. And he said, my march, my march. Pfft, march is march, man. Like, I, I'm happy to be there every year. It'd be nice to break through, but it's, it's just, it's March. Things happen. Tough draws, good teams. Teams get hot. Teams go cold. Is John Reed the? Is he a big king of the regular season guy? Loves the regular season. Got to enjoy the regular season. I don't know I where he. I don't know where I he stands. I feel. I feel like he. Basketball. I feel takes. like he. He's saying that, I and mean, that's what I've been saying. I've been saying enjoy the regular season. This is. You've been great. yelling at that guy about it the whole year. Yeah, and now he's like, I'm glad somebody's seeing how negative you are, Chris. Wait, Hick- oh yeah, Hickman said that. Ago. You know that's a lie. He knows it. Look at his face. He always makes that face. I'm just smiling because I'm happy to be here. Uh huh. Just enjoying the regular season, right? I just don't yep. get it. <laughs> Take it all. This, re- this reminds me of when Butch Jones was at, like, "You're why do you hate the program? I'm on my goal." And then, oh, they're, you guys are the only ones that tell the truth, man. Like I, I can't win. Oh yeah. yeah. I guess that means I'm right in the middle, which is right where I want to be. That's where you want to be. Except right on, on this, yellow. I'm not in the middle. I'm on Barnes' side. Enjoy the regular season. This is a great team. The March is March. March is March. Yeah, we want to go to a Final Four one day. Sure. Well, you get a one seed, that'll really help it out. I agree. Know? I agree. Never yeah. been, we've never been a one, ever. No, it'd be a... It'd be Pretty a, much locks you into the Sweet 16. Yeah. Although I See, he's already doing it. That. He's already what doing do you mean? it. That's not a bad. That's not an unfact. No, because then if we don't make the Sweet Sixteen, oh, Farborns, Farborns. Well, well, if this I is mean, hell, they said team. that about Bill Self when he didn't make it one year when they lost like Northern Iowa. People were out on the him. If this is Rick Barnes' best team yeah. and the best team in Tennessee basketball history, like some say it is, they should at least make we the should Sweet go, Sixteen. No, we should go to the Final Four. Well, yeah, we'll have a great shot. Final we've four had elite eight. We've had an elite eight team. We've had sweet sixteen teams, and if this is the best team in program, well, when history, you're number one seed, that is kind of the expectation. If, I, don't, I don't think saying you're locked in the sweet sixteen is a bad statement, Hickman. You just—it's good to have high expectations. That's my expectation. It's sweet sixteen or bust. If you're a one seed, it's probably elite eight or bust. Okay. If we, if we do get the one seed and lose in the Sweet 16, what do you think the, uh, oh, the, the you know, consensus will be around town about it? The higher you are, the harder you fall. I mean, that's... After the Texas game, every... Uh, you know, it's it's just weird. I mean, John Reed is normally kind of uh, likes to uh, kind of push back against the establishment. Mm-hmm. It's weird for him to just join right now with the new Sentinel and say that, you know, you should be appreciating Rick Barnes right now. Just I said that. Just going with the going with the crowd. Lenardi did uh while the bracket link doesn't work, I do have his top seeds okay. as well as the bubble buys, ins, outs, and next outs. All right. So we're uh we're in the field, I take it. <laughs> We are in the field. Yes. All right. We are in the field. Yes. The four seeds are as follows. Marquette. TCU. All right. Baylor. Egg Xavier. I don't want to see Baylor. Well, you don't want to... 
Yeah, it's fine. Uh, the next seeds, so the people that are right there vying for that four line are UConn, Indiana, Illinois, and Duke. Okay, so those will be fives, right? Uh, I, Theoretically. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, he just he stops and fours it. and fives are pretty important when you're the one, you know. Mm-hmm, that's, yeah. that's your half. Right. The three seeds. Okay. According to Joseph Rigatoni Lenardi. I don't think it's actually Rigatoni, but yeah, it could yeah, be. probably not. Kansas State. Virginia, who is up to like four in the coaches poll, by the way. Iowa State. Maybe not anymore. Mm-hmm. Get to that in a minute. Gonzaga. Ooh. Ooh okay. The two seeds. Mm-hmm. Texas. All right. Ukla. Oh, UCLA. Oh, Arizona. Yeah, I didn't get that one. Sorry. Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, that makes sense. Kansas. Okay. Your number one seeds. As of 13 hours ago, Purdue, uh-huh. Alabama, <coughs> Houston, Houston, the Big Orange. I'm assuming these are in order. So he has this as the number four uh, one seed as on, the Joe. number two team in the country. Two spots behind Alabama. Well, we're going to get to decide that one. That's Thompson true. That's a good point. Arena is that is that what he's doing here? Like, well, we're going to leave Bama higher because their resume, but they'll have a chance to head to. Well, oh, yeah. but head to head doesn't matter to Joe Lenardi. I forget. Well, if we finish ahead of them in the SEC and beat them, it's, it's you can't. It's not going to be a thing. All right, here we go. We just got to get there. Here are the Florida, r- Auburn, Vanderbilt, Missouri, then Alabama and Kentucky back to back. Don't we have A&M in there, too, somewhere? They're next. What a stretch that's going to be. That's when you're going to prove your mustard. Uh Uh-huh. Test your metal. Maybe it's test your... No. Anyway, a lot of mustard. (laughs) Uh, Rising teams currently in college basketball, according to Joe Rigatone. Uh, Indiana, Illinois, Creighton, Missouri. Look out. Northwestern and Southern California. Falling teams. Teams that are not looking good right now. Miami. Arkansas, Auburn, and Michigan State. Eesh. Do you want the last four buys? Yes. Boise State. All right. Maryland, Memphis, West Virginia. Okay. Get a load of this. The last four teams in the tournament as it stands right now. Pittsburgh, Penn State, Mm. Oklahoma and Kentucky. Okay. That's Kentucky on the last four in line. And if it's in order, they're the last in. No, I read them out of order. It'd be Oklahoma, Uh, then Kentucky. The first four out Wisconsin, Oklahoma State, Nevada. Texas A and M. I thought Texas A and M played their way in over the weekend, according to everybody. They Is their out of conference that. schedule just that bad every year? Like, what are you doing, Buzz? Get some good teams on there. They lost. Well, wait, is this right? Are they this bad out of conference? Did he change uh, anything? They beat. They, they, well, this was their problem last, last year. Was their strength of schedule? It's just like they were like, well, yeah, he won won a lot of games. Last week's bracketology. If that's what his new one is, it's exactly the same as last week. Really? Wait, we were already a one seed last week? I'm just watching 
him read off what he put out last night. He this was last this was last night pre oh, Baylor okay. Texas. Gotcha. Gotcha. Last week he had Purdue, Alabama, Houston, Tennessee as his one seeds. So he didn't move in that anything. order. So I don't know if he's actually changed anything yet. Yeah, he maybe he doesn't have those. I have no idea. Maybe they're not in order. Uh, lastly, the next four out: Arizona State, Ohio State. <laughs> they stink. Uh, Seton Hall and Utah State. A and M lost to Murray State. Colorado, Boise State, Memphis, and Wofford in the non-conference. Yeah, they suck. Say those teams again. Murray State, Colorado, Boise State, Memphis, and Wofford. Well, Boise State and Memphis are in. Wofford's 199, Murray State's 171, and we know Colorado's not a good loss. But we can't make fun of them for it because we also lost to Colorado. Yeah. Any more brain busters? What seeds he got Uh, Memphis at? Uh, they're a last four bye. Okay. So what would that put them at, like a 12 and 11? 10, 11, 12. Yeah. Uh, their best out-of-conference win. Uh, not good, Bob. Maybe how, DePaul. How bad, Robert? DePaul at 135. Yeah. Where was that game? Uh, it was on the road. It was on the road. Oh, uh, yeah, sneaky they Chicago. Did, they went to DePaul and won, apparently. Great environment there. Paul, yeah. Here, here's their non-conference uh, juggernaut win list. Here: Louisiana Monroe, Abilene Christian, Loyola Chicago, DePaul, SMU, uh, Oregon State, who sucks now, uh, Northwestern State, Prairie View, A and M. Real. Uh... Lenardi currently with six SEC teams in. That would be fourth behind the Big Ten, Big Twelve, and ACC. Okay. Apparently he had us at seven before last night. I'm not sure who would have. I guess A&M dropped out after a win after over the Vandy. Was it Vandy or Georgia? Vandy. Who did Georgia play? They beat South Carolina. That's right. Who stinks? I think that was an overtime. It was an overtime? Or? I think it was. Well, there was another overtime game last night. Mm-hmm. Texas Tech. At home, defends. I don't know what they what do they what do they call that place. What do they call that place? Hickman, Texas Tech basketball. What's the? I just make something up. Uh, I want to get it right. You know, these things are important. The corral, maybe. Yeah. The corral. Their arena. Yeah. The corral. Yeah. Really. Yeah. United Supermarkets Arena was lit. <laughs> the. That's the real name. You told me to make something up. I couldn't have made something up better than the Unite Supermarkets Unite. <laughs> we, wagons. we are all, that seems like a pretty competitive business to, you know, to unite all supermarkets. Um, in front of 10,428 fire-charged fans, the Texas Tech Red Raiders storm back. Nate, from a 20 three-point deficit in the final 12 minutes and 37 seconds, take the game to overtime, and defeat the 13th-ranked Iowa State Cyclones. Hickman, that's not a good look for Otzelberger. Otzelberger. Put respect on the guys. I was trying to remember it. That's just night in the Big 12 right there. There's no cupcakes. Anybody can beat anybody. Mm Mm-hmm. And you don't have the luxury of going on the road uh-huh. as a 
18-point favorite and just cruising to a victory. You actually have to show up there night in, night out. Texas Tech had not won a conference game. Don't care. And look don't what care. they did. They just beat the number one team in the conference. So I mean, they were down. Hickman, I, I don't think this qualifies as a, like, this was just a great game start to finish. Look how they were, they were up by 23 points and lost. I know. You can't take your foot off the gas in the Big 12. Texas Tech scored 22 points in the first half, 49 in the second. Then they take uh, the three-point win thanks to a 9-6 sm- uh, score in overtime. Otzelberger. It's a bad look, but, I mean. You that's gotta, all I wanted you to say. You, I, I wanted you to just no, don't talk to me about how great the Big 12 is. and all, all, all. It is. That's a, it's a bad look. It's not the end of the world. They're still a really good team. That was not a good look. That's a, that's a tough one to lose. In front of a 65% full arena. I think they've had a very emotionally charged and physical couple of games here back-to-back. Of course, you know they uh, mm-hmm. beat Kansas State, had to go on the road to Missouri. I think maybe they're just worn down a little bit right now, but still a great team, especially when you consider what that program was two years ago. I've never seen someone cape so hard for anybody who coaches at Iowa State. I mean, when you just look at where they were two years ago, and that's what you said about Matt Campbell. Well, yeah, when the program was, I mean, it's just that's I mean, fine. If that's your, so we, oh, I'm trying to think. So we have Penn State, Iowa State. Who else do you? That's I, really it. Okay, just checking. Boise State when they had Kellen Moore, but I mean, Iowa State took. Matt Campbell took Iowa State from the worst Power 5 program to the Big 12 championship. Mm. T.J. Otzelberger took a two-win team and had them ranked the entire year and took them to the Sweet 16 his first year there. They've lost four out of their last six, including three out of their last four. They're on a little bit of a skid. They'll bounce back. I got faith in Berger. Otzelberger. Strusselberger. Off and running this Optimism Tuesday edition of the program. Stick with us right here. We'll be right back on Fan Run Radio. The teamwork is just oozing in here today. You know, nothing rallies the, tr- rallies the troops like another show taking a shot at one of ours, you know? I think that brings even you and Hickman together. I got your back, big guy. <laughs> you know what you should have said? Thanks. I am a king. And I'm rallying the Negavals to the positive side because Rick Barnes is whooping some ass right now. Mm. I mean, who better? To bring those folks, like Adam Hickman, into the light. Why wouldn't he say that about me? Surely I'm more negative than you. I mean, the drive kills me about being negative about Rick Barnes. I got listeners saying, no, he thinks he can coach the team better than Rick Barnes. I guess I'm just, I'm not famous enough. You're you're the, you're the star, Chris. I'm not the king of the Nega Balls. Uh, <clears throat> king of the Nega Balls. I've never once ever heard anyone, even people that despise our entire station, accuse you of being too negative. As king! (laughs) 
I, I do. I decree. implore the Negavols to become possibles. <laughs> this is a good season. We should enjoy the season and root very diligently for the big orange. You know, back in the day, though, quote unquote, radio guys were just all the loudest people. I mean, that's how you get. Hear ye! Yep. No megaphones, you know. I mean, well, the 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 manual cone ones, if that counts, mm. like a cheerleader. But you know, I also have a megaphone right here <laughs> that I do not need because I am apparently loud. <laughs> we have a microphone, so that's true. It it helps. Uh, Jerry Palm. Has released his updated bracketology yesterday at 8.58 a.m. Do you want to know what Jerry Palm thinks? Sure. His number one seeds are as follows. Okay. <laughs> this is actually kind of unbelievable. <laughs> Purdue, Alabama... Arizona, Kansas State. No, oh, wait, that's not updated. Janu- right. Updated January 30th, 8.58 a.m. You think some of these guys, they just like, it just... <laughs> Purdue! Like they slide a couple teams around on the bubble and it just says it's updated and they just don't even try anymore? Arizona and Kansas State. I mean that at what point do you just like how do you how do you fall out of the this this game? I don't know. I was an expert. <laughs> right. The Kansas two state? The two <laughs> Yes. Uh the two seeds Houston, Kansas, Texas, Tennessee. Tex- Is Texas ahead of Tennessee in that? Uh, I don't I don't understand it, it, so he does. Maybe it's a snake. Maybe we're one spot ahead of him. Like this. Yeah. I'm a snake. <laughs> a slithery little snake. So for. <laughs> I think he does. This is weird. He's doing. The, he's listing them in alphabetical order by region. So it's east, midwest, south, west. Okay. Right? So E S. Yeah. Or excuse me, E M S W. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's listing them in that order. Okay. Alphabetical by the region. Because that's what everyone does. <laughs> so th- the way it reads is his number one seeds are in this order. Kansas State, Alabama, Purdue, Arizona. Arizona, did you say, did someone say they lost? They're 19-3? and three? No, they moved up this week in the polls. Okay. Well, apparently they moved up to a one seed, according to Jerry Palm. Well, they did beat, you know, the hottest team in the country, you know, the Tennessee Volunteers. And so. they beat UCLA, too, who had won, like, 13 in a row, was ranked in the top five. According to Jerry Palm, the last four in, West Virginia, Virginia Tech, Arkansas, and Kentucky. First four out, Arizona State, Wisconsin, Oklahoma, and Penn State. One of the funniest things I saw last night, uh, do you remember Delphi Bracketology? Yeah. It's that 
like high school group that does all the number crunching, and yep. every year they come up with a bracket that's usually pretty close. Last night they tweeted out. <laughs> Let me find it. Uh, first meeting of the week is over. We have a meeting again tomorrow at 7.30 a.m. The last number one seed is down to two teams, Kansas and Tennessee. Great discussion today with our small group. All the replies are so sarcastic. (laughs) Every single one is basically saying, damn, if only they had played before and we had a neutral court game to decide who might be better. You're right. I mean, it's like it's like 15 replies of that. Yeah. So then, late last night after that, they said this. Kansas versus Tennessee is more nuanced than simple head-to-head. Although it is something to consider. The Vols lost to Colorado and Kentucky, both quad two teams. Jayhawks' losses are all to top 20 net teams. One of them was us! <laughs> you idiot! Oh, yeah, uh, Jayhawks I, get credit because they lost. I agree with them. What do you mean? Like, like head-to-head, like, yeah, it's important, but how much is a head-to-head matchup? Oh, my God. You, you don't... Uh, from just th- actually keep going. I, I want to see where you go with this. We got, what, a month until the tournament starts? When we're talking seating here, like, I guarantee you, Chris, you're going to try and argue that our Colorado loss doesn't mean that much because it happened the second game of the season. Well, we played those guys like the sixth game of the season. A lot of time has passed since we played Colorado, and a lot of time has passed since we beat Kansas. Okay, okay. All right, let's talk about the timing thing. You have to seed the teams in in this exercise as if the tournament starts, like, next, right? There are no more games. Kansas is one in three, one in three in their last four games. Does that timing matter? Tennessee is what? How many have we won in a row? Uh, or yeah, four? You know, count your one loss. I mean, we are uh, was that five, six, seven, eight? We're nine and one in our last ten, and you know Kansas is seven and three in their last ten. Doesn't that matter? According to TeamRankings.com, yeah, Kansas has the hardest strength of schedule this year in college basketball. Okay, but they've lost more games, and one of them was to Tennessee. I don't know if I buy this list, though. Okay. Well, they got Iowa State at four, though, so that looks good. I mean, I understand the loop. I understand the loop argument, and it is it is. Head-to-head in basketball does make a, a little less sense than in football because, like, I mean, obviously Kansas beat Kentucky, and Kentucky beat Tennessee, and then Tennessee beat Kansas, and all that stuff's going to be figured out later. But this isn't like Kansas's only loss is to Tennessee. If Kansas' only game they lost was to Tennessee, mm-hmm. and they had the toughest schedule in the country, and they'd beaten all these other teams, then obviously that makes sense. But when they're literally debating it and saying, this is so close, it's really hard to tell. <laughs> Wouldn't you just default to the head-to-head? Seems logical. Yeah. Also, did we not? We didn't have Josiah Jordan James for that game, did we? No. Ken yeah. Palm also has Kansas with the toughest strength of schedule. 
Yeah, and Kim Mom has Tennessee as the number one team in the country. I, I'm not uh I'm I'm not saying that this little group is correct. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Because you're king of the negables. There's more that goes into it than just head to head matchups from three months ago, you know? Three months? Well it'll be three months by the time but it'll be it's longer not, than three months yeah, by the but time. It's, this tournament is started. still January. Like you can't you have you can't you can't <laughs> You can't say that was a long time ago in the once we're in the future. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, we'll have lots more data points by then. Who are the other three number ones for Delphi? Uh, Alabama and Purdue. And who was the other one? Let's see if I can find their website. Because we're now, you know, I mean, we're ahead of Houston in all the metrics and the polls. Well, they, they just started their meeting 10, oh. 15 minutes ago. Okay. So hopefully they got their coffee and donuts and they're having a big discussion yeah, about it. I'll, uh, it. Okay, I just found it. All right. I'll, we'll, I'll we'll make come sh- back with that. We're going to get to the phone lines. If you want to weigh in, 865-546-8200 is the number. They have not the updated it yet. This is from three days ago, but I do have their latest bracketology. All right. It all is right, from three we'll days get ago. another one. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Final segment, hour number one. We're going to go right to the Big Orange Philly phone lines, 865-546-8200. Tennessee up to number two in the basketball polls. But the bracketology gurus just having trouble wrapping their mind around putting Tennessee on the one line. Those pesky head-to-head matchups. I know. We go to, to the Big Orange Philly phone lines. Got Matt on the horn. What's up, Matt? You're on three and out. These bracketologists guys are so damn stupid, guys. Mm. <laughs> I think they're scared like of looking stupid, which is why there might be some hesitant people out there who are well known for this. You know, Tennessee, like I'm not taking a shot at Rick Barnes here. I'm just saying, like, no one wants to have us as a one seed and us go out in the second round because it makes all these guys putting us as a one seed look stupid. You know, when you say that, Hickman, you're just doing, you've watched Game of Thrones, right? Of course. You know the part when uh, Jon Snow's sitting and uh, he's up at the wall and he's like, or no, it's not Jon Snow, it's Ned Stark's brother. And he goes, you know, my father used to say that anything somebody says before the word but is just, you know what. And that's kind of what you're doing right now, Hickman. Yeah. You're, you're like you're saying you're not throwing shade at Rick Barnes, but, oh, you're throwing but. shade at him. But Rick Barnes is a, you know, blankety-blank coach. Tired of it, Hickman. <laughs> Tired of your negativity, bud. King of the Dragon just, just being Just being unbiased here. <laughs> That's not our... I'm biased. Never mind. We're supposed uh, to be biased. I don't want us to... I'm going to be honest with you guys. I, I, I'm, <laughs> Here comes I Matt the more, with the, I'd rather be a four seed. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would. I, I would rather them... Just keep, just keep knocking us down, man. That's fine. This team's got a chip, and they'll play with it. I'd almost... I mean, I, I just don't want these guys to get the big head as the number one team in the nation... Or I, w- I would like to have a number one seed because I think that makes a huge difference in the brackets and your chance to make an elite eight. So, but the rankings I could care less about. I don't care if we're one, two, three, four. Just win, <coughs> and you'll be a one seed. Got to keep winning. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't know how. I mean, you're going to jump Alabama if you finish ahead of them in the SEC and you beat them. So it's it's right there. 
I mean, th- these people can these people can write their articles about how Alabama still won because their re- body work, resume, yada yada. But I mean, that stuff's gonna be decided in the SEC, and, may- and maybe yeah, and maybe be. both teams can be a one. That's the way uh, a lot of a lot of these brackets have them right now. Both Alabama and Tennessee are one seeds. Well, what'll happen is we'll beat them in the regular season, which is more important than the tournament, and they'll somehow win the tournament or go deeper in the tournament. <laughs> yeah, and, and they'll they'll flip they'll, it. Like, last year didn't matter. This right. year, it'll mm-hmm. be like, yeah. oh, the, yeah, the, well, the, the head of the committee will be like, well, Alabama beat them yesterday. <laughs> right. Alabama's yeah. playing in the final. caught right now. They're yeah. on a one-game winning streak. Yeah, they beat, <laughs> I mean, how could we how could we ignore the head-to-head between Alabama and Tennessee? It just happened, or today. It happened earlier today. We had both those teams. We had one's a one, one's a two, and whoever won the game, that's who we did. It's like, wait a minute, last year, but but last year, uh, sorry, I wasn't on the committee last year. We corrected that problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was, I, we felt like that was a big error by the committee last season. Right. Hey, I'll, I'll get out of here. I know you guys are getting up against it, but I did want to uh, a minute ago when you guys were going back and forth a little bit. Um, I don't know why this popped in my head. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to call and kind of even the playing field, get you guys all on the same page, you know, just so you can get a laugh. Do you, do you remember the time that we trotted Fulmer up there on stage? And just thanked him for all of his work. <laughs> With his track suit and uh, blazer over the top of it. Is that not, is it just, when you, when you, whenever you're down, guys, or whenever you're going back and forth arguing, just think about that. That's where we used to be. Think about that and think about our, uh, our director over there on campus picking his nose. And eating it. And eating it, yeah. You got, you got, you got, a, you got some funny stuff that's happened here. But, but that might take the cake when we trot him up there and Boyd just goes to this empathetic, or not empathetic, is it sympathetic? What's the sympathetic, word? Sympathetic, yeah. Uh, we're, just, we're as proud of you today yeah. as we were that <laughs> night in Tempe. It's like, nope, yeah. no, we're no, not. no, we're not. No, we are not. <laughs> I mean, just like, it's like, what would the verbiage be on that in front of the whole fan base and in front of the world to bring someone up there and do that? What everyone knows, it's just like, what are, what are you doing? That's the thing, though, Matt. They don't know. They don't know. And that's probably why we get called king of the negavols because most of the people up there or most of the people watching on TV or most of the people that I was around on the first few rows of a football game the next season when he walked out – Philip! I mean, dude, they went more crazy for Philip Fulmer than when Dale Earnhardt comes flying around turn four and all the threes go crazy. up. I mean, people are putting up their peas. They're like, P, Phil Fulmer! Yeah, baby! Uh, oh, it's Josh Heupel was scoring a gazillion points on whoever we played that day, and people were just like, thanking Philip Fulmer. It's like, what in the hell have you guys... It's, they're, it's, the, the level... The people that listen to this show are in some stratosphere of percent of how much you keep up with Tennessee sports. And most of the people aren't. And that's why Randy no, Roy can just get up there and say that because he's catering to like the 85% of people that have no clue. I firmly believe this, and I'm not just trying to puff the audience here. I really believe that the most intellectual of all fans listen to uh, to your all show and the whole day, all the shows. It's, it's, it's People who listen to State Run, no offense, man, and I used to. I used to call in. I just don't anymore because it's full of sheep. I mean, the hardcore sheep. That's why there's there's a there's a there's a level of understanding with sports, and ninety percent of Tennessee fans just don't have it. That's okay. It's like yeah. that for everybody. Thanks for the call, Matt. It's like that for every fan base. I'm not. I'm not Tennessee has the best fans in the country. I mean, you you you're always going to have the majority that are casual, and then you got your diehards. We're glad the diehards live here. <laughs> 